Welcome to the Tavern Cast Network. You're listening to Tavern Cast 40. off your favorite drinking mug, order up a pint of strong ale, and settle in. It's time for another round of Tavern Cast, with your hosts, Cromley, Eloysius, Infernal Bill, and Ken Kater. Welcome back to the bar, it's Tavern Cast 40, with your regular hosts, myself, Eloy. This is Infernal Bill. This is Cromley. And this is Karen Kater. And joining us again once more in the bar, it's Hawkeye. Hi, everyone. Do we, hey. like, pick him up on the side of the road? Is he thumbing it every time <laughs> we drive here? And what, you know... I, I just make him clean my toilet. We're good. <laughs> at what point, you, you know, when you go to your friend's house enough, everybody stops calling you the guest. At what point do you stop being, like, the guest? Okay, all right. Well, here, let's uh, let's just solve the situation. Taverncast listeners, you've now heard Hawkeye for, uh, what's it been, guys? Four shows? Four or five shows. Yeah, something like that. Four or five shows, yeah. So, so, um, so, get on the boards and let us know. Just give us the Roman Colosseum. Hawkeye, thumbs up or thumbs down? Feed him to the lions. Thumbs down, we'll pop it. Now, now, I want to put a disclaimer. That doesn't mean that Hawkeye may still not show up. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a fake democracy. You should be used to it by now. Vote often, vote early. (laughs) Hey, welcome back, Kern. You've been gone now too, like about four shows too, huh? Yeah, my uh, crazy real-life schedule has uh, not permitted me to join you boys here at the bar, but when I heard that we were going to be having some Halloween kinds of beers, I had to absolutely call in sick to work. <laughs> wow, mm. so uh, deathly. Mm, yeah, absolutely. No pun intended. Whatever, whatever, Trader. You've been spending time over with those Shadow Council people. We know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I was nerding out with, the, uh, with everybody else at BlizzCon. Had an absolute blast of a time. And you can hear about it all on the Shadow Council. Bunch of great people over at the Shadow Council. Well, speaking of the Shadow Council, why don't you tell us what the Shadow Council is and uh, tell everybody how to get there real quick because it's still pretty new. The Shadow Council is a fantastic, awesome 111 BBQ podcast now uh, that is brought to you by Westrunner, Zabros, Umbriel, and Awahooch from the pod people on the Awa what? server. <laughs> is it Awahooch? Awahooch? <laughs> Isn't that his name? I like him already. Yeah, if it wasn't Awa Hooch before, it is now. <laughs> anyway, there are four awesome people that are coming to you uh, from the lands of Azeroth, getting back to our wild roots. They have a great show, and you can find them at www.taverncast.com. There is a link there that will take you right to them. They have all kinds of awesome stuff for you, so make sure you tune into them. And they're tons of fun to be on the show with, too, so... Well, I'm I'm looking at our website now, and I can see their pictures. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Umbriel is uh, is hot. You know, she like got yeah, she all. Is. She's very animated. And, yeah, very very epic looking. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to give us a call, you can call us on our Skype line, which is area code 734-418-8727. You know, guys, since I've been gone, we haven't been getting any phone calls. Have we just had a problem with the Skype line or people no, just no, not we, know we, what we our got phone a few. number is? 
please, please make more shows. I, I miss you guys. You're like, like the only friends I have. Please make more, make more shows. Hey, Tavern Cast, this is Crusoe. Uh, I'm just calling to tell you that I love the show. Uh, I'm even sure by this point that you guys are no longer talking about WoW. still love this, and I'm a total current tier fanboy. Her voice sounds so hot. I know you guys don't play World of Warcraft anymore, but I've been awake for 68 hours straight, and I've been an Angoro creator questing, and I can swear to God that whenever I close my eyes and blink and look around this corner in my house, I can see a dinosaur. So yeah, they are going faster than the speed of light. I uh, have a cast, everybody. I just wanted to say I'm glad that you guys are back on the regular schedule, and if Aloysius uh, can do a couple of other crazy shenanigans videos, hoping to see more of those. Thank you, guys. Well, this is an author, and I just wanted to call to tell you guys that you're the best thing that's ever happened to podcasting. You guys have made my day over and over. Keep up the good work. Um, OMG, can you tell me where is Mancrick's wife? Um, thank you, bye. Oh, hi, that looks like mood keep. Yeah, so anyway, uh, it's like uh, this mood and that person that I like know who's like a big fan of my cabin cave. If I got this, yeah. We think that this addition uh, uh, <laughs> to your program on Tavern Cast really makes for a fine, far more win and a uh, lowly Tavern Cast. And it might be more good now. Ain't this. And uh, yeah, so um, anyway, uh, I got this. No, you. It's time for another round of Kevin Cast. Tavern Cast rules. What else, Carl? You came back to like one episode. What is that? I have absolutely no clue what this is. But my boyfriend just held the phone up to my face. Tavern Cast. We like it your way. Hey, Tavern Cast. I was, uh, you know, I've been looking forward to episode 40 because uh, ever since episode 20, a long time ago, you guys asked each other whether or not we'd be here in 20 more episodes. It took a lot of effort. You guys slowed down a bit, but looks like you're going to make it. And uh, congratulations. We got, a, we got a few, but the problem is is that the noobs here don't know how to what the phone number is. In fact, every show that you were on, <laughs> we, keep screwing it we, up. We, had no, yeah, we had no idea what the phone number is. Like, ask me right now. You just read it. I don't even know. 734. That's how it starts. 418-8727. Oh, see? See, but I already crapped out on it. I'm not good with remembering the sequentially ordered numbers. It's 8675309. Oh, wait. They're not sequential, though. Well, shut up. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't actually be know what show. that means. If they were sequential. Right, I'm going to change, I'm gonna change what I said. If Hong Kong gives us too much lip, you guys vote him down. You know, I was just checking out iTunes, as a matter of fact, and you can leave a review on iTunes, which I don't know if it's a new thing that they put in or something that Steve Jobs just, you know, was thinking outside the box. But now is your opportunity to go on iTunes and leave us a review. A good one, in fact, if you like the show, and a good one even if you don't like the show. So go on, check out iTunes, download it onto the old computer, buy some Apple stock, and give Taverncast the thumbs up on iTunes. We'd appreciate it. <laughs> Rather than giving us the finger on iTunes. And please uh, go to our website and donate if you like the show. It helps us keep the show going. And, well, actually, now we have an extra show to help keep going. So so please go to taverncast.com and look for the uh, donate link and, and uh, give us a little something to help us keep these things going. You know what? It is the season for it, though. Donate candy. Donate 
turkey. Donate yeah, things. Yeah, we'll take candy, too. Although beer would be more appropriate. But yeah, that's you know. true. I think you guys should dress up like a Santa Claus and stand outside with a big red kettle and <laughs> ring a bell for the donations. God bless you, Salvation Army. Sorry, man. We're, we're, we're for geeks. We're tavern. Oh, my God. This is for beer money. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Tonight, in the spirit of the season, Taverncast is taking a look at things that go bump in the night. That's your title there, Cranky Tear. Mm-hmm. Ghosts, spirits, spooks, phantoms, banshees, whatever you want to call them, are they real or just legends that continue to pop up generation after generation? We'll toss it around tonight. So grab an extra ale, lock your doors, and try not to look over your shoulder. What are we drinking? get a whole lot better than that it really doesn't <laughs> please donate True. to our show <laughs> okay well um <laughs> what are we drinking we've actually collected a uh a small assortment of witchwood breweries beers and we collected those because witchwood brewery and they are in witchwood brewery whitney oxfordshire england yes there we go they have cool names like uh, Witchwood Scarecrow, Witchwood Witchcraft, Witchwood Hobgoblin. And actually, we've got all three of them here tonight uh, that we've been passing around. So let me kick it over to Eric and Hawkeye first, who have already sampled the Witchwood Witchcraft. Oh, it's great. Oh, <laughs> what do yeah, you guys think? so good. It'll get you drunk. <laughs> and, and I need you to guys to give me a review on that, doing the voices of Frankenstein, played by Hawkeye, and Igor, played by Eric, and go. Don't I normally sound like Igor? <laughs> ah, let's, ah, let's go. go. Yes, Master. <laughs> Does this mean you liked it? <laughs> All right. So oh, that was insightful. So then <laughs> fire! Fire! fire bad. My God. <laughs> Igor and Frankenstein. What kind of beer is uh, which would witchcraft and? Dark lights. What's the style? It is blonde. <laughs> no, it's a blonde. Oh, it's a blonde. Yeah, I was looking at the other one. Like blondes. Sorry, I'm out it's of a character. Blonde beer. <laughs> Get back in character. <laughs> Damn it. And and you guys like it or not? It was pretty good. I mean, yeah. it seemed it's <laughs> light. It's summery. Yeah, it's generic. it's a blonde. I mean, it's it's yeah, not. not I don't think it has overloads of taste. It's you know how blondes are. <laughs> Hot. 
like, it's a really good beer. Harry. All, right, so, all right, so back over to Bill and Kern and I. We're drinking uh, Witchwood Scarecrow, which is a golden pale ale. Um, what would you guys think of this? And and let's do it as Kern Kater as... Poltergeist. Yeah. That was yeah, a- you're the Poltergeist girl. That's good. I'm, I'm Carol Ann. Yeah, you're Carol Ann. And, um, Bill, uh, you are, um... Uh, how about a Peruvian superhero? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> somebody, somebody give me me. Who am I? How about the blob? The blob. The blob. <laughs> I'm the blob? <laughs> what does the blob sound like? You should be... All right. I think you should do it as Karg. All right, so fine. Karg. So Kern Kater is uh, Carol Ann from Poltergeist. I'm the blob. Yeah. And Bill... <laughs> Bill is Don Jose, the Peruvian superhero, as he always is, and we're going to review this beer. I love this method acting. Um, since I probably won't have many lines, sure someone else needs to review the beer. Go. All are welcome to drink this beer. All are welcome. Go to the scarecrow. This is by far the most disgusting of the Tavern Cast episodes. I've got a big fat blob here and a little girl drinking beer, neither of which are completely legal. So it is I, Don Jose, which will try Scarecrow, the golden pale ale, Mommy? which it would only be better if it were from Peru. But it comes from the. Why is Don Jose wearing a cocky? That is just gross over there. Why don't you shut up, you stupid black... Stop your your mucusing all over my feet. It's gross. All right, that's enough. I'm out of here. I've got to call my agent. Okay, this is disgusting. (laughs) Actually, the beer itself, though, is actually pretty good. No, actually, I really like the beer. It's kind of... um, It's malty and citrusy, sort of. It's very cloudy. Like, it's, you know, you definitely can't see through it. Really? I can see through mine. Really? Yeah. No, mine's the scarecrow. No, I, it's almost like a I'm half with, of I'm with Bill. It's uh, it's cloudy. Yeah, it's real. Kernkater is drinking Budweiser. <laughs> no, I, I can see through well, the bottle. In all honesty, this is one of my favorite beers. I think we've had on the show. I really like this a lot. It's really smooth. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a good blend. It's not too bitter. It's not. It, it just goes down real easy. It's no, I totally agree. Um, I, I don't know if I would say it's one of my favorites, but it's surprisingly good, and it's really malty and not hoppy, which makes it not so bitter, which is good. It's also, it leaves a really nice aftertaste. It's it's easy to drink. And being the esthetician that I am, I really like the label. I like the fact there's little teeny tiny witches on brooms in the glass. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that the the, uh, the witches on the glass. Oh, yeah. Totally cool. And it's certified USDA organic, which is also a bonus. And for our very last beer from the Witchwood Brewery. This is the uh, Witchwood Hobgoblin Dark English Ale. I gotta say, I like this one better than the other one, I think. Yeah, this has a little more character than the other one. The other one, I wouldn't wouldn't kick that blonde out of bed, but, you know, this one. But that wouldn't be worth the second day, is that what you're saying? Right. And thank you for that (laughs) incredible beer (laughs) review. (laughs) Well, if you want to check out what the Witchwood Brewery has to offer, uh, head up to www.witchwood.com. It's W-Y-C-H wood.com, not uh, W-I-T-C-H. They got some pretty good stuff. And like we said, at least the Scarecrow is, is a pretty good beer. Eloy, do you know what I just noticed? Look at the uh, look at the top label on the top of the scarecrow bottle. Are those crop circles? Uh, yeah. Oh wow! Sure oh, like bottle. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm, spooky. I don't. Pretty see that. cool, huh? <laughs> this is yeah. 
All right, everybody. Cheers. 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 have been occurring since the dawn of human civilization. There isn't one culture on Earth that has not reported them. Do we have spirits? Do we have a soul? Whether or not we survive bodily death, I guess that's the ultimate question. What are ghosts? You know, who knows what it is? I want to know. So as I said, the show is about ghosts and the paranormal. What do you guys think? I mean, all the way back in history, as far as I can remember, there's been accounts of ghosts and spirits and what are at least alleged to be ghosts and spirits. What do you think? Are, are they real all this time? Is there any truth to any of it? I think to really to really answer the question is, are they real, is to actually have a definition of what they are. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they, they, the people who see these things might, I mean, legitimately be seeing them. I'm not saying that, you know, I don't think they're seeing things. I'm just not sure that they're what they think they are i don't know i've seen some i've seen some pretty ridiculous stuff that implies that they're around like the latest one i saw was actually it actually made cnn not too long ago it was about this uh <clears throat> there's like this health club that these guys own mm-hmm. and they had cameras rolling at night at like 2 a.m the motion detectors kicked on and started recording and there was this like light shadow type of thing. Yeah, I saw that. Walking around the gym. Seriously? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. And and they had they checked the they checked the cameras and they checked the the recording equipment and they you know they double checked the doors and everything. Nobody came in or out or and it was it was unseemly. It was just like but you know what freaky. though if I were yeah, a ghost the last thing I do freaky. would be going to a gym. It's like, geez, come on! Well, I don't, I don't know what was there for the gym. Maybe he's just a starter ghost. You know, you have to start out, you work your way. St. Peter's like, you know, I'd let like you in, union, but you, know? you got to lose some weight low. here, buddy. Jeez. Right. You've been doing it your whole life, playing Warcraft or something? Oh, come on! Give me a break! I know you're incorporeal, but you need to be more incorporeal. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody else see that story? My no. wife did. No. no, 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 I did. I did. I did see it. And the video was oh. pretty interesting. Yeah. It was creepy cool. at the very least. Was it actually getting on the equipment and like, like, you know, like doing like the fly press or something? What was it doing? <laughs> it was no, it was just wandering around. No, but. no, it was running on the treadmills and um, it was in the sauna at one point. <laughs> going to the shower. And then there was another seriously? light. There, no, yeah, seriously. Then there was another light, and both of them got into the jacuzzi together. It was crazy. <laughs> this sounds kind of cool. And then there was like, <laughs> this weird. Oh, yeah, oh. It just you know. <laughs> It's not. It's not the uh, chain of gyms called Twenty Four Hour Fitness anymore. It's Infinity Fitness, Infinity Hour Fitness, <laughs> Afterlife Fitness. <laughs> I was talking to somebody about this the other day because because it is that season and these kind of topics come up. And um, one one thing that that made me think was um, people's beliefs on ghosts are different depending on what they believe about what their what their worldview is on things. And so somebody who, say, is, let's say they're a very scientific, rationalizing atheist 
is going to be really unlikely to believe in ghosts. But someone who's incredibly spiritual and religious might be very likely to believe in ghosts. In fact, some of those people who are very, very religious are actually more prone to believe that ghosts aren't ghosts at all, but they're some sort of malevolent demon trying to trick us and that kind of thing. So it, it, it's kind of interesting to see how people come down on it. Yeah. Something that impresses me is that almost every person that I've ever talked to um, in my life, with very, very few exceptions, either has had or knows someone who has had some sort of experience that they attribute to the supernatural. And that's something that I think is pretty interesting. Because that must mean that whatever is happening, whether it's just like some mass hysteria or it's people actually seeing something, that stuff is is going on in a pretty broad sense because almost everyone has had an experience or knows someone who's had an experience. On the one hand, I think that there's an inherent wanting to believe particularly in the creepy hours of the morning or if you like wake up suddenly or if you know right before you're going to bed when it's kind of creepy it's it's much easier to believe and suddenly like you know that doesn't discount necessarily the truth of whether or not something happens it's just that you tend to be more susceptible to it and you tend to sometimes make more of it than maybe what it is as well. So those kinds of things make it difficult, especially over the years and years and years and years that people have been wondering about this, to discern whether or not this is real. Because everybody wants to believe it's real, and everybody is at a state in their lives when they're kind of prone to believing it's real, but it's so hard to get that concrete evidence. I mean, you know, we're even talking about something on CNN, which seems about as concrete as it could possibly be. And still, there's not, like, widespread... You would think that, like, you would be able to get some concrete evidence, you know, it, it, like, there's a show that's on... I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but there's that show that's on TV, The uh, Ghost Hunters. I don't know if you guys have seen it before. Yeah. I've seen one. Yeah. My, My wife loves this show, okay? And, and so I keep... <laughs> yeah, the problem it. with the show, I mean, is, one, you've got, you know, it's, it's all about ratings, and they want to make something happen, but that... Notwithstanding, I mean, if you really believe these guys are actual ex-plumbers or real-life plumbers and they're, they're really going out investigating these things and finding something tangible and, and being able to communicate with somebody that's beyond, it seems almost like that there's a, a responsibility to ask like the, the questions. Like the questions would be, number one, it, you know, how did you get this way? You know, who are you and why are you here? Two, what are the rules? Is it, are we, is it like... You know, that Beetlejuice movie? Do you have to, like, be in a certain area? Are these, like, sandworms <laughs> roaming around? Or is it more like, you know, that... Uh, it, it, or is it more like Ghost with Demi Moore, you know? Or you can't, like, touch anything until you focus your will? I mean, there's all these movies... We have Are you saying the- they're not asking these questions of the spirits themselves? The alleged spirits? Right, they would... The spirits would be the ones to know. So, like, if you... Yeah, hey, why not try and communicate? Yeah, you should ask them. I mean, hey, what's the story? I mean, how does that all work? What, what, what are they going to do to you? Nothing. Yeah, and then... Then the question has to be, all right... What's the story? Jesus, Buddha, or Muhammad? Okay, that's what I want to know. Finalize <laughs> it now. <laughs> Let's end the turmoil. Done. I think people are just so freaked out in their everyday life normally. Yeah, they got enough problems. <laughs> they got their problems and stuff. They're just like, look, I don't got time for a whole other world here, okay? Just, but if you were bad I, I get, I get kind of a vibe from a lot of people that I talk to that it's, it's kind of like UFOs. You know, if they showed up over the White House tomorrow... The reaction would be, yeah, I pretty much figured that. 
And that's kind of the reaction I get about ghosts from people, is that it's like, yeah, you know, I figured that's pretty much probably true, but it hasn't happened to me, so I don't know. What time Seinfeld on? (laughs) No, I would would still, if I saw a ghost or something in front of me that I I was actually something that I couldn't explain rationally, was actually a floating specter right in front of me, it would scare the out of me no no holds barred i wouldn't i wouldn't be like whoa you're totally cool let's have a philosophical discussion about life i'd be like where is the closest <laughs> door and how can fast can i get I through just it myself. <laughs> I mean, seriously seriously i would not uh, be sticking this? around to ask it what its name um, was or where it was from um, i would be in my car driving away at 70 miles an hour well here, here's the thing this opens up a whole nother line of questions right so if what people are reporting uh, it is something, some real tangible phenomena, does that prove that there's an afterlife? Or does that mean there could be something else? Another plane of existence? I, do the inhabitants of that plane of existence even know we're here? Does it exist parallel to ours, or is it something else? And were there snakes on that plane of existence? the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> so is there an afterlife? Do any of you believe there's an afterlife? I oh, do. Gosh. Hmm. I hope so, but I'm a, I am skeptical. I got. I I, I kind of hope there is, just because otherwise it's gonna be boring as hell. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, maybe not as hell, but you know, <laughs> this is gonna be really boring. You know, worm worm food just sounds so. It's depressing. kind of a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> the scientific part in my mind says, okay, my particular spiritual beliefs aside, and I'm not going to discuss those, but those aside, just knowing how the human body You're works. Scientologist, aren't you? Well, yeah, Tom Cruise, save me, save me with your laser beams. I'm sorry, I, I didn't want to bring it out, let out yeah. the truth. But. Yeah, yay, Zeno. <laughs> no, just, just knowing like how the human body is, and there's this spark, this awareness that we all have that's different personalities and things. I mean, it, there's there's some kind of spark here to for our bodies when we die for that to end, and this energy that we all have just to go anywhere. I mean, just basic physics. Energy has to go from a higher from from a, a higher concentration to a lower concentration. You've just got to it doesn't just dissipate and just become nothing. It has to go somewhere. So, even if I didn't have my own personal religious convictions, I would believe that that energy has to go somewhere, whether it's a an afterlife or something. So I have to believe that there's something afterwards. There's something someplace that all energy. Afterlife goes. proven by physics. You want to know one of the coolest death scenes in a movie? I think was um, from that one Star Trek movie when when Kirk died. And he's like laying. I forget exactly how it worked, but he was like laying there after he got you know blown to bits or something. And he and he's like and he's dying. And he just kind of getting Shatner gets kind of that you know long off look, and he just goes, "Oh my!" Like you know, "Oh wow!" And then he dies. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Actually, he fell off of a bridge. It was the lamest <laughs> death ever. But we're not going to talk about our instruction. No, 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 no. Bill has Bill has a really good point. That actually was a really interesting death scene. Is that he's he he fell off the bridge and he's pinned underneath all of this twisted gnarled metal, right. and Picard is sitting there over him, and he's he's like you know he's not usually his u- usual Shatner esque you know lots of bravado and all that you know bullshit. Just like oh my, like he gets that blank look. Off in the distance. I totally, I'm totally with he, you, Bill. I'm totally here's, feeling you. Here's a guy that's seen like everything. He's been across God. the galaxy, seen he, he's seen all kinds of galaxies, laid all kinds of girls. I mean, it was like a Billy Joel song. <laughs> and he, um, and so like, but at the end of it, you know, he, the end of his life. I mean, he just, it's like he's crossing over, and he says like, oh my, he's just wow, wow, that's amazing. We're all gonna find out the answer 
<laughs> one day. Yeah, yeah. Right. I guarantee you. Yeah. yeah. So that, but the trick is finding out the answer before that day. <laughs> it's the like, thing that I find yeah. most amazing is that we just use Star Trek Generations. Yeah, I, I'm definitely convinced the now. <laughs> it's it's a totally reasonable reasonable thing. This is kind of like that moment. No, it's never it, reasonable. It's never reasonable to bring up the way Kirk died in that movie on any <laughs> in a discussion yes, of the afterlife. Is. Yes, it <laughs> is. In fact, in fact, let's just let's go back to the beginning of the show, listeners. Please, on the same thread that you're judging whether or not Hawkeye is a worthy <laughs> member of the cast, please judge if Kern Katera or Bill are. <laughs> whoever this oh come on! Oh. Our, our listeners love Wait, me. Off the island. Off the island. So my wife was saying, okay, so we're talking about ghosts, right? And so my, my wife and I had dinner last night, and we were actually we were just talking about this subject. And she says, man, I really wish I could go out with one of those ghost hunter guys on one of their little expeditions. Um, because I'd love to actually see a live ghost in real life. And I said to her, how do you know that's not dangerous? So the yeah. question is, if you actually see a ghost, and everybody's generally afraid of them, but... Are we sure whether there are good ghosts? Are there bad ghosts? Are they dangerous? What do you guys think about that? It still gets back to the back to the thought that if I actually saw something that my mind could not rationally explain, I would be the first to turn around and run away. Even though, even if it was a happy ghost, it was a friendly ghost. Kind of like, kind of like Casper. in uh, the. The Sixth Sense, where Haley Joel Osment was afraid of these ghosts, and then he finally, they were all terrifying him, but then he realized they were trying to tell him something. So he was able to stop and actually interact with them and do the good things for them, but he was so terrified of them that that he just ran away. I wouldn't be able to, to, to wrap my head around the reality of it enough to really tell whether they yeah. were good or bad. Dude, it was totally like that in the ring, too. It was like she's just this sweet little girl spirit that just happened to be pretty scary with her hair pulled over her face. But she, all she really wanted was to help people find her body and, like, get her up I from think, the well so she could be... Oh, wait. I think she was dangerous. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Never yeah, mind. A bad ghost. Now, the there, that, that's actually that's actually my point. I use the ring to illustrate my point, which is they're all freaking bad. You can't trust ghosts. <laughs> well, but people, but people, the only good ghost is a dead ghost. <laughs> no, but people are like they're already dead. <laughs> but people are like that too. I mean, you got people. There are people that I work with at work that not my coworkers, but I've got patients that come in that are, you know, I'm really hurting, blah blah blah. But what they're all the only thing that they're there to do is to manipulate you to get drugs. And you so, have are you to, saying that the only good people are dead people? That's not what I'm saying. No, <laughs> I'm saying, saying the only good a, ghost is a strung out ghost. The oh, only good, on, the only good nights. ghost is a crack whore. No, what I'm saying oh, is that some nights you gotta say that, Kern. <laughs> some <laughs> nights you gotta say the only good people are dead people. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is that is that it's it's. I don't sued. think it would be easy to say that there are, that there are necessarily good ghosts and bad ghosts, just like there are good people and bad people. It's. I don't think you can lump them all together like that. And I'm actually. Well, I think it tends ghosts. to vary by culture, like you were saying earlier. I think that, I mean, the the typical ghost I think in Western culture is. Uh, I mean, it's scary, but it's not something that's like you know going to 
come and rip your head off or anything. It's right. A, it's they're very it's far non-corporeal removed. and might not even know. Yeah, you're it's there like an. It's like an it's anguished spirit. Than, yeah. Yeah. But I wonder, it, you know, it, I didn't do research about on it. it. I mean, the cultural the cultural side of it is is really valid. I mean, western mm-hmm. culture is very far removed from, you know, anything spiritual or anything like that versus if I were a Navajo Indian or something. Yeah, you, know, you might have a totally different Right. The spirits <laughs> are very much a part of my culture and it, maybe mm. I wouldn't get freaked out versus or But here's the, here's Buddhist the thing monk, though. That's you know? a really good point. That is a really really good yeah. point. Can I stay now? Yeah, but here's the thing. So if <laughs> It wasn't funny, sorry. <laughs> Trying to figure out whether good there are good ghosts and bad ghosts. You've got TV shows like The Ghost Whisperer, Ghost Hunters, and whatever. And then like people like John Edwards, who do the whole crossing over thing. Have you guys ever seen that TV show? Where he, sure. he goes into a, a room that full of people. must have been a rhetorical question. And he starts channeling someone. And all, it become, turns out to be, you know, Mrs. Johnson's late husband in the third row. Like, how do you know it's not, that's not a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, how can he only channel the good things and the good people? See, um, I think, I mean, I think. he's a fake. Yeah, you got a problem. Because you get, <laughs> like, Dion Warwick <laughs> and, you know, whomever are, are starting to. It gets so. It's like such a mixed bag of people that get in on this. And you'd think that they'd have, like, some kind of a responsibility. Or where some, one person who actually was able to channel the dead and talk to, like, you know, Houdini or somebody. And, and they could actually, you know, they'd go to, like, I don't know, the Vatican, and, you know, they talk to the Pope, and they'd say, here it is, incontrovertible evidence that I can talk to the dead, you know, and that person would, would be huge, and it'd be celebrated, and atheists would, you know, it'd answer, like, all the questions. But they- I don't think so. I think you're in your example of going to talk to the Pope, for instance. Or whomever. If, if someone really could talk to the ghost, and they went to the Pope, and they said, look, see, I can do it. They'd get guillotined. Well, like, I was just saying, like, the answer is don't get strung up. <laughs> fly with the dogma. I don't know that that would go over so well. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, what, not... what do you guys think of the psychics then? So, like, in all these ghost explorations, they always have these psychics come in, and they'll be like, I feel pain. There's pain here. <laughs> I always think those people are ridiculous. You don't mind hanging back. You're jamming the frequencies. But on the other hand, there are some pretty well-documented cases where they'll have some psychics that, for example, work with police departments and help solve uh, murder cases. And they have an incredibly good track record. There's a, a few in particular that over the years have had really strong track records of helping police solve mystery cases by leading them to bodies and stuff like that. So it makes me wonder, like, maybe there's some element of truth to psychic ability, but when it comes to the whole ghost thing... I'm not so sure, because it's always so bizarre, and it's like nobody sees anything, nobody feels anything, and one dude walks in a room, and it's like, I feel so cold, there's evil here! It's like, okay, dude, it's a donut shop, there's sugar here. <laughs> it is evil. Well, sugar's evil, haven't you heard? I think there are some, sometimes that that, that that seems incredibly hokey, but it's kind of like, I don't know, I, I think there might be a certain level of energy or feeling or something that certain areas can get imprinted on if that emotion is strong enough, if that amount of energy expended is strong enough. I mean, just thinking about, I mean, getting back to physics that I know absolutely nothing about, putting that amount of energy forth, I mean, it's got to it's gotta go somewhere. It can't just go away. It so, could. That's actually, it um, could. That, we just don't no, want that's it. actually a uh, theory 
that that floats around out there that a lot of researchers have used is is the exact thing you're saying. Where if there's a traumatic event, something incredibly traumatic, mm-hmm. that the, the there is proof that the natural energy field that your body already has, just that that electricity, that field that sometimes people take pictures of your aura. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all your aura is. It's just the energy of your body. There's nothing mystical at all about it. Right. But that that the, the proof is is that when you're angry or when you're really incensed or when you're really in love or your emotions are really high and it you know makes your blood pressure go up and the electrical energy increases etc it that energy is is more than usual when you're just sitting around and so the theory is is that somebody gets really angry and murders his whole family and the energy from that person sort of latches on to a property an object a place in the earth somewhere Mm -hmm. and that energy has a, a certain pattern and that pattern starts repeating itself under certain conditions. It's interesting that in lots of the research about haunted houses and stuff, there's a, um, a significance as to where those haunted houses are placed. And at least in modern times, a lot of the houses that have haunting activity are within um, triangles of like power lines or electrical substations or places where there's a lot of um, electricity or energy floating around. And so a lot of the research says that the, the fact that they're in these places to begin with and there was some violent energy, somehow it gets locked in there and it repeats itself like a tape recorder mm-hmm. so you were pretty close as to what what you were what you were suggesting we that's what people say anyway. and maybe some people have a have a higher propensity for being able to sense that kind of electricity um or to be able to sense like some people are more in tune to people's emotions or 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 things like that some people are more uh you know maybe they've got to some kind of affinity for that i, I don't know i'm not saying yeah but you know you see that that theory though doesn't doesn't lend itself to um supernatural forces either that theory lends itself to a what their best bet as to a potential scientific answer as to what the ghost phenomena is because none of that says it's a spirit it just says it's some form of energy that we're not aware of you know i think it's, i think it's, it would be great if they could figure that out but i'm incredibly skeptical well see i'm not but i see that's the I'm thing not, is that i'm not saying that it's know, for sure but, but i'm saying that it's plausible it, it's more plausible well, I mean, to I, me than you know aunt bertha dies and i'm gonna see her wandering around uh, sitting in her favorite chair <laughs> it's more plausible well, to me that a, an amount of energy is expended and that you would see or you may experience that amount of energy in another form in that specific area i mean it just it just makes more sense to me well, here's the thing that scares me, right? If you're all these haunted house cases where there's like, you know, some spirit that's rattling chains and banging doors and, you know, um, moving things around Stacking and is in chairs. anguish and pain. I mean, what the hell kind of afterlife is that? I don't want to <laughs> die and be stuck in the apartment that I'm living yeah. in right now, you know, playing Nintendo and watching the same television shows over and over again. <laughs> well, almost, that sucks. And, and it's almost like, you know, if that is the case, it's like. You took your mind and then you just became mad, completely mad. So you had to yeah. stack all these things <laughs> like in the corners and, and you know yeah. do crazy stuff. No, yeah, my my parents well, have a uh, an antique like uh, I don't know what the term is, some piece of furniture, like a big thing you have dishes in, and uh, every now and then it'll just a randomly chest? make a knocking sound. Well, it's like a, a you know floor to ceiling. Ar- Maybe it's an armoire. armoire. I don't know. I'm not a furniture person. It's like a chanic <laughs> But every now and then it just makes a random knocking. And, and, you know, the joke is that it's haunted. It's like, 
God, that's got to be like the worst job of a ghost job. It's like <laughs> you know, stuck in an armoire. <laughs> <laughs> Let me out of here. I'm tired of all these dishes. No, I mean, what's scary about that uh, is what it is. What if the afterlife uh, is? I mean, you said it like they were going mad, Mike. So, what if the afterlife is you wake up, you die, and then you wake up and you're like in the hospital you died in, or you're in your house that you died in, or you walk out from the mangled mess that is your car accident that you died in, and you're standing on the freeway, and you realize. I'm dead, and this is it, and I can't interact with anyone, I can't see anyone, no one can see me, I can't communicate, I don't have to eat, but I'm never going to die. Yeah, it's like so a, it's like a big, I mean, it's a big sentence in solitary. Yeah. Well, you know, the going you. theory, so, of course. I mean, if you, the going theory, obviously, is the one where people just don't move on. Right. I mean, there's something so yeah. traumatic that happens at your death, or there's something that's so, like, you know, Oh, like you can't move on. Like it really bothers you, or is just tying you here. Something undone, and it's just the emotion of that. And then maybe it ties into the energy we were talking about before, because the emotions being essentially pure energy, just so much like either hatred inside you, or jealousy, or bitterness, or or longing, or sadness, or something that's just some strong emotion that's so powerful that holds you down. That like the the looking and becoming, you know, kind of fulfilled and going on with your life you don't you avoid that you kind of stay at and so that maybe that's why all these ghosts are like so bitter i mean you know it's either like the white house is haunted or like all those civil war veterans or cromley's china cabinet maybe it's somebody that like didn't like you know them. well yeah and then see that's the thing too right so let's say you're a ghost and you're in a specific house why don't you leave the house yeah Right? Why is it just that house? What if it's it like a like Twilight? Actually, there, there are some. Where they, well, you become you become a agoraphobic ghost, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. You, maybe that's when you, you go crazy. Leave. You get agoraphobia and you can't go outside. Right. And on top of that, you get you go psychotic. And you get OCD. You get a, and you yeah, know, OCD. And a, knock right. You got to knock on woods and you or know, just wander like around that. gyms. Oh, this whole episode is just making me cheery as hell about that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, because usually people are all excited about the prospects. There yeah. Say, yeah. So <laughs> lots of people. Someday! Can't wait. When I, when I well, first got into nursing, I had just seen a, a TV show about uh, about this kind of thing and about people and their their near death experiences. And part of part of the episode included a guy who was in an ER trauma room. He had had a heart attack or some kind of traumatic MVA or something, some kind of traumatic car accident. And he remembers seeing his body there and remembers seeing all the, all the people working over him and kind of going up towards the ceiling. And he can describe the room and the spot, the bald spot on top of the doctor's head and everyone who was in the room. And he could describe yeah, that's common. the numbers on the top of the lights overhead the uh, overhead the on the hang off the ceiling that were down illuminating his body. And he huh. ended up coming back to life. And he told people about this thing that he had, and he went into the room later on, and those numbers were up there. Everything that he described, he described the people, he described the scene, he described the room, everything perfectly. That I, freaks I me know. the hell out. Yeah, but I don't know about you. Those are very common. That they're doing very a, common um, stories. a double blind, or they're going to actually do a scientific study of that. They're going to actually place you know, shapes and pictures and things on tops of cabinets or some, somehow, I don't remember the details, but somehow enable to, to, to ensure that there's no possible way that there could be someone... You know, could find out about that stuff. So that would be interesting. Do you really think somebody would be rigging that? I mean, like, no. I, I mean, I, I mean, there's stories that all kinds of stories out there. It's like you, you without investigating every story fully, yeah. how can you really be sure? 
Well, and I think that's it's the problem with the whole the whole nature of the supernatural, if it exists at all, is that it's just it's so bizarre. I mean, it's there's no good way to get good hardcore evidence of any of it because so much of it is just experiential. Some people believe that when people die, there's a wonderful light as bright as the sun, but it doesn't hurt to look into it. All the answers to all the questions that you ever want to know are inside that light. And when you walk to it, you become a part of it forever. And then some people die, but they they don't know that they've gone. Maybe they didn't want to die. Maybe they weren't ready. Maybe they hadn't lived fully yet, or they'd lived a long, long time, but they still wanted more life. They resist going into that light, however hard the light wants them. They just, they just hang around, watch TV, watch their friends grow up, feeling unhappy and jealous. And some people just get lost on the way to the light, and they need someone to guide them. been talking about um about people as they leave their bodies and are you know their own personal demons and stuff like that do you think that a a a spirit could inhabit somebody else like needing an exorcism or something like that do you think that would be possible well that's almost as widespread as a ghost i would say in terms of of historical phenomenons yeah i think every culture has some you know concept of of having demons in, in you or something well sure but what do you think Personally, I, I highly doubt it, but you know. Well, that's, <laughs> that's wouldn't, wouldn't that be what like, someone? You prove wouldn't that be you know, I know what someone who was inhabited by a demon say, Eric? <laughs> 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 I was gonna say, I no, I know. No! Wait, <laughs> let me just say something. That's weird, dude. How'd you do that? I don't know. It's just my inner nature. What can I say? That's that's a talent right there. If I get enough beer, I just reveal my inner self. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think the the idea of being possessed and everything kind of freaks me out. I mean, if 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 you do have an energy and you do have a soul, and it, how can you fit two people in there? That just no. I just don't get it. I I don't know. I think there's a lot of uh, again. There's a whole lot of uh, research out there into exorcism, and there's a lot of cases where, you know it's at least alleged to have happened. I mean, the movie The Exorcist, for example, is based on a, on a real event, loosely, but it's based on a real event. And so a lot of these things happen. Um, the Exorcism of Emily Rose, for example, is another one that's based on a real event. So are they psychological, or is there something going on? I, I don't know, but it's creepy. And the fact that, like, like Eric, you pointed out, that these things have been going on forever and are reported all over the world, to me that gives me pause, because it's not like, you know... 
it's not like Cletus the farmer came forward and said, yeah, I've, I've been inhabited by my cow, Bessie, for the past 28 years. And he's like the only dude on the planet that's inhabited by his cow. You know, there's like people all over the world that are inhabited by their demon cows. You know, it's weird. Yeah, that's the normal way of things. Well, that's what I keep saying. It's a weird thing that there's such overwhelming evidence for all this stuff. And yet, they're still skeptical. It's not like, you know, I mean, there's like... I think it's it's skeptical, but again, I think it still comes back to culture. I think it's skeptical here. Well, and I think it's also, you know, there's all kinds of things that we no longer think of as being supernatural. You know, diseases or weather phenomenon or whatever. That historically, if you go back to a couple hundred years, was widely believed to be supernatural. Oh, well, that's and a so, really good point. You know, why should we assume that the things that we don't know what they are yet must be ghosts and demons? And just because, it, you know, going all the way back to the beginning of time, people thought this. You know, if you go all the way back to the beginning of time, they didn't know what eclipses were. They didn't know what shooting stars were. They don't know why the moon changed. You know, we know what all that is now. We don't think that's, you exactly. know, so, a dragon consuming So, like, in ten years' time... In 10 years' time, when the Large Hadron Collider rips a hole into the parallel universe, <laughs> and we find from those people there, they're like, dude, we were here moving is, around man. boxes and slamming doors for centuries trying to get your attention. They're <laughs> <are> stupid. <laughs> Six of us were in Crowley's China cabinet trying to get his attention. He just walked right by. Uh, yeah. code. Bring us beer. Bring us beer. <laughs> hey, we can Crowley! Every, every guy who died, we keep trying to tell cabinets. you, bring the beer. <laughs> <laughs> we want to give you a beer! Cross dimensional beer run. <laughs> you fly out by. Got on my dead man's suit and my smiling skull ring. My lucky graveyard boots and a song to sing. I got a song to sing It keeps me out of the cold And I'll meet you further on Up the road Further on up the road Further on up the road Where the way is dark And the night is cold one sunny morning We'll rise, I know And I'll meet you further on Up the road Ouija boards. Are they a gateway to the spirit world or are they a really stupid and lame game? Oh, stupid. Milton Bradley? Uh, <laughs> no, not Milton Bradley. Ouija no, board. No, doesn't... Milton Bradley, maybe. Milton Bradley makes Ouija boards. <laughs> they make them, yeah. The Ouija board is no, made I by don't. Milton Bradley. <laughs> it is. All right. Well, thank I'm you. Good. that they're a gateway to the spirit world, because they're made by Milton Bradley. <laughs> Kill Milton Bradley. <laughs> I'll buy Park Say Avenue. Milton Bradley backwards. It... <laughs> Dude. So I will tell a story. When I was, um, when I was a young kid, uh, junior high school... Early junior high school, like maybe seventh grade, I went to a Lutheran church for some oh, geez, like overnight retreat thing. <laughs> and for some strange reason, and yes, I mean, this happened in a church, so I don't know what the, these kids were thinking, but they decided to go up into the attic of the church with a Ouija board awesome. and try to summon the devil. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so how did that work out for them? 
And apparently, while they were doing this, one girl, um, all the kids swore that the Ouija board spelled out her name, and then the girl's voice changed, and she <laughs> she said some weird stuff. And honestly, I don't even remember anymore what she said, but it was like, I'll kill you, or something. And it freaked all the kids out, and they all ran downstairs. And I, I remember very clearly that they had to like stop the sleepover to call this girl's parents and a doctor. To like come in and look her over because she was totally freaked out and psychotic. She was screaming and crying and terrified. Yeah, and you be if I you mean, were like really a mess. It spelled out your name and you were, you know, twelve. Now, I wasn't there firsthand <laughs> to see it happen, but uh, I do remember the uh, the impact that it made on all the kids who were up in the church attic summoning the devil. And I just was always like, you know, that doesn't seem like the best idea. No, it's. Uh... Well, it doesn't help if they put, you know, that they laced the edge of the Ouija board, the thing with acid. That probably didn't help very much. That. <laughs> that would be a very good project. Well, the Ouija- I, I always played with Ouija boards when I was when I was a kid, like at girls, you know, when we had sleepovers and stuff, you know, between, you know, My Little Pony and the Ouija board. And, you know, it just... <laughs> Which you, is more evil? You always, like, you always pushed it around to make, you know, funny words, and then you eventually got tired of it. And but it really does was, the, it was never much for me. Does the Ouija board have historical significance beyond the company Milton Bradley? <laughs> I think it does. I don't know. If anything, I bet you it, it goes back to that um, period in American history Kill where seances Parker and stuff were really big. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't surprise me from the 20s when all that stuff was, yeah. was big. So there's a lot of cases out there where uh, people report like ghostly objects, vehicles, or buildings. Not people, not 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 human forms or or animals, um, but or animals are reported actually quite a bit too. Ghostly animals, ghostly dogs, See? something called the black shuck actually in England, which is a common thing on country roads. This big black dog with red eyes, constantly seen. Anyways, dogs have souls. Um, so vehicles, <laughs> buildings, objects, ghostly beer glasses. What do you guys think of that? I, I every time I get hammered, I go to grab my beer glass and it's gone. I think it's totally ghost. <laughs> it moves. It moves <laughs> on you whenever you're really drunk. It's totally a ghost. <laughs> well, so if everyone, everything we're saying is is around the idea that it's something, some other dimension or an afterlife, what is it when it's like a ghost car, a phantom boat? I mean, there's the famous like phantom boats. The what like, do they call uh, the the schooner? The flying Dutchman and stuff. Oh, right, the yeah. Flying Dutchman. Well, I think yeah. the Flying Dutchman wasn't that a real boat. I think there I was one. There's the... one that's like a ghost, ghostly boat that people see. There's another one that's like a boat that just showed up with nobody on it. That was the Marie Celeste. Ah, that's right. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to give much more credence to the idea of seeing people or animals or things, again, that had a, a possible energy about them than just an inanimate object that people used. I, I, I can't give – whenever I hear of like a, you know, like a haunted boat or haunted car or something like that, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Well, they talk about the, like haunted houses where there's no like figures of people, right? There's just weird sounds and things moving around. I guess the, the theory is there. Well, couldn't there be people moving around cars and? Well, yeah, but that wouldn't make the the, the inanimate object itself like a spectral yeah, object. Yeah, I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. It seems more likely that it would be animals as actual living thing. You right. Know, my laptop, although it does some occasionally seem possessed. <laughs>
one of the, the very first scary movies that I ever saw was Poltergeist. And in that movie, if you guys remember that, that premise was that they built a brand new housing development on a cemetery where they moved the tombstones, but they didn't move the bodies. And that kind of freaked me out. What do you guys think about that? Would you, do you think that people should unearth cemeteries and things like that? What would you do if, if you were a member of a construction crew or something and you were building on a, on a piece of ground and you came across, let's say, a, a, a Native American burial site? How would you feel about that? What should they do about that kind of uh, stuff? Well, if I was the guy in charge of deciding whether or not we did it, I, I would not do it only from the standpoint of i just don't like tempting fate i mean it doesn't seem like a good idea no, i, I, to I do wouldn't that. do it just i mean i feel like you, you should respect a, a graveyard or, a, or somebody's grave it just seems like that's that's what you would want them to do to you right so mm-hmm. you, you don't want to be dug up and tossed to the side but on the other hand i i did um when i was now this was a while ago but when i was uh i don't know probably 13 or 14 we went to europe for vacation and we were touring cathedrals I don't remember where it was, Germany or somewhere, and um, people would pay rent for those spots in the graveyards, and they would dig you up. And we saw them digging up a grave, and, and you know, saw bones and whatnot. And uh, they, you know, if you stop paying your rent, they dig you up and put someone else there. Seriously? <laughs> Wait, how do you pay it after you're dead? Your family. Your what family the family pays, pays yeah, the rent? Your family pays the rent, and and uh, if, you know, if, I guess if they don't pay, you're out of there. That actually makes a. I don't know. Maybe I'm just callous, dickhead, but that actually makes a lot of sense <laughs> to me. You know. Oh, well, you know, at some the, point you're going to run out of room, well, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you know, God made Earth, and there's no more Earth coming, so it's like yeah. we all got to oh, share this know, space, and so this this actually this actually solves the whole ghost thing if you think about it. So if that's what's going on in other places of the world, all these ghosts <laughs> they're just you know who, who are European. in the Europeans are just a factory of ghosts. Just <laughs> because they keep yeah, well, them. no. I mean, you know, they, they have a place to live. And then it's like, you know, the French, you know, gravekeeper dude. He's like, aha, uh-huh, you have not paid your rent, you slimy, cheese-eating toad. You're out of the ground now with you. And, you know, they send the dude out, and he has to go find somewhere to live. And, he, you know, he flies around the planet until he finds some place. He moves into a haunted house, and he starts, like, knocking on Cromley's thing to annoy him. Because he's like, screw you. I am the ghost in your house now, and I know how much you love French people. So, hi, blow my nose in your general direction. Cheddar cheese. I will knock all cheese? night until you get me my cheese. Oh, how are you liking it now, Monsieur Cromley? So basically, what you're saying is all the ghosts nowadays are just the Our fault French. of the French. <laughs> basically, sure we all France, the ghosts are just these like stuck-up Europeans. <laughs> stuck-up. No, even worse, we're getting the poor Europeans that can't pay their rent. <laughs> Suck me, oh, please! Ghetto ghosts. Do not dig up my bonds. Please do not dig up my bonds. Oh, I do not care about you. I am wealthy land developer. I am going to... Yeah, so they, they already hate Americans, and then they come here and haunt our houses. You think it's going to go good for us? But th- doesn't that kind of go towards our, our previous discussion about the the bodies are really just vessels? I'm probably going to take a lot of people. I'm going to get a lot of down votes here. But the, Oh, watch what you said. The whole concept of burying your body afterwards in grounded it's some sacred thing i mean you're gone mm-hmm. i mean you're the body is just it's just a, yeah it's just me oh. you know and no, I, you I agree with you i really do, do. not remember the dead shall rise again and 
That's why you we need I mean? to cremate everybody. We don't <laughs> want them to rise. No, again. see, I, I, I'm a big fan of the whole cremation <laughs> thing too. I don't, I don't want people looking at my body in a coffin, and I don't want my body to rot. Right. I, honestly, I just don't care what happens to my body. I'm freaking dead. You just said you don't want your body to rot, but then you said you don't care. Your body's about some Which is it? The worms crawling. See, I figured. I figured. When I die. When I die. This will this will be this is awesome. It'll be immortalized forever. What this is like a will I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. When I uh-huh. die, you know, cremate yeah. me, put me in a big urn, and then float me down the Asaba River up north, and just dump my ashes in as you go. And that's perfect. You know, I'll become just one with the earth, and it's all good. But see, know? if you're not there and it's just your ashes, why do you even care where you're dumped? Well, I, I care because everybody because it'll be like a party for everybody who oh. who remember me or give it. You know, whoever gives a fig. Can go up there and float down the river and have a good time and dump me along the way. Perfect. Yeah. And then they pee me. in the river. They end up peeing on your body. It's <laughs> you know really messed up. When the dead rise again, God can't put you back together because <laughs> like, you know you can eat my fish. Wait, and, he's omnipotent. He can know, do whatever he wants. So of course, but it does. But it, it'd be complicated. Of course, he can do it. But it may take. <laughs> he just a long doesn't time. want to do the work. I mean, come right. on. I mean, I mean, let's not make God go through hoops right. here, people. Exactly. Mike, you know. <laughs> What, what? Okay, so go around the table. What, what would you guys want to do when you're dead? I mean, what, what do you want to happen to your body? You want to be buried? You want to be cremated? I, yeah, you I, I tend to agree with you. I think cremation you makes the most sense. At least, wood box. Uh, wood box. Know, wood box six feet under. I'm a traditional. Wood box, no, uh, wood box, no preservatives. Right. No, I'm, uh, I'm good with cremation, too. I, it, that's just fine with me. Yeah, cremate me and dump me into the Resurrection Bay in Alaska. I, I don't even need anything um, lofty as far as what you do with my remains. Just use me for science and then set me on fire. And, <laughs> I don't know. You heard it here first, folks. fireworks or something. I don't care. I, I, could, I, could not, I could not donate my body for science. I just couldn't. Why is that? I've, I've been in Cadaver Lab. I, I <laughs> couldn't do that. See? Isn't that like, like, I have a cousin who's a doctor, and she tells me, you know, she told me about what med school is like, and how they, they mm-hmm. name their corpse, <laughs> you know, and they like, you know, it was a real, it's a real person, a real person that's dead, and they're, you know, na- giving him a name, and like, checking out it, and it's so incredibly valuable, and that's how they learn, but I just can't imagine that being like dude if you. they're like if i'm dead and they've named me some funny game like stinky pete or something and they're playing with my junk right. as a dead right. dude and i'm bringing people comedy i mean that's like a gift <laughs> giving no. people a gift see i figured enough women made fun of my junk during my life i don't need that during death <laughs> so you have a good excuse when you're dead no way dude because i'd have formaldehyde in my junk so it would be like huge <laughs> Bryce has some specific instructions to the mortician. After. <laughs> yeah, I need you to work on something. That's his will. He's got his will set up I'm not too picky. I'll donate my body to science as long as you give me a 12-inch dong. Okay, thank you. <laughs> got a creepy silhouette. Okay, so I want to know if you guys had the option, each one of you had the option to come back and haunt one other person on this show, who would it be and what would you do? And I'm going to start. I would clearly come back 
and haunt the hell out of Eric. And the way I would do it is I would get in his computers and screw with them because it would drive him insane. It's true. In fact, you might already be doing it. <laughs> uh, who would I come back and haunt? Oh God! It would be a toss-up between Bill and Bill and Bryce because. I, either way, I'd be laughing my ass off through eternity for whichever house I hung out in. I don't know. That would be that would be a toss up. That'd be a toss up. Or I could go down and haunt Eric and just like play with his dog, like like call Casey, like over to like a little part of the house and <laughs> clap my hands, clap my hands, like Casey would just absolutely go crazy. <laughs> uh, I definitely have to come back and haunt um, Hawkeye. You know, be, mer- merely to try to. Uh, <laughs> convert him into the Republican Party because really he's, it's, he's been so like every time he'd vote you know liberal I'd be like mm. he'd be like ah I better vote Republican and, you know, election just, fraud I'm just I'm just doing my duty I don't think you're allowed to campaign within hey. 200 yards of you know if we if we had one of those like um ratings things you see in the, all the political shows now where it's like they're doing the speech and you oh, see like the, things go the, back the, the charts go up and then they <laughs> drop suddenly when somebody says something the ratings for this show yeah. just drop the second you said Republican. <laughs> <laughs> they we have never had so much hate for any individual tavern cast than the one we did about politics and the fact that you just said Republican. we were doing good bill we were doing good man just had to hold back bill you just had to hold back. we we were talking about death and, ghosts. and rotting bodies let's talk about talk- cannibalism <laughs> i'd come back and haunt kern freak out the hospital i'd try to like i'd make the guys just doing cpr on all of a sudden blink his eyes a lot or something <laughs> <In> <laughs> You would freak the hell out of her, too. (laughs) Kirkintair is such an easy mark when it's to getting scared. Oh, yeah. Big time. I think I'd have to come back and haunt you, you, Bryce, just because you said you'd haunt me. (laughs) It's just (laughs) self-defense. It's everyone's right. Alright, wrapping this um, haunted, super spooky episode that's gone from ghosts to what it's like being dead. Uh, final question, and that is, ghosts, are they real or not? And it's, I know it's easy to say yes or no, but what if you had to prove your belief by staying the night in a haunted location, a house, a graveyard or something, or doing something like the Bloody Mary ritual where you know you go up to the mirror and you open your eyes really wide and you say, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody oh Mary, and then you wait for the evil face to pop out and kill you. Would you do that? Would you prove that you that you believe or don't believe to the extent that uh, you would put your money where your mouth is? Eric. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Bravery. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. Alright, Hawkeye. Um, I believe... 
Yeah, but I don't I don't know if I'd go so far as to prove it. I've got a strong self-preservation, <laughs> you know, drive. Look, I totally believe I will totally not tempt it, and there is no way you'd catch me in a graveyard unless I'm dead. Thank you. <laughs> we're going, right, we're going after her. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally believe, and you would not catch me doing anything like that just because you know how easily I get spooked, so no, no way. Okay, and I'm, uh, I'm with those guys, although I would spend the night in a haunted house or a graveyard just to see if it was totally real, just to prove it once and for all. But the Bloody Mary thing? Oh, hell no. <laughs> you won't? Wait a minute. You, you won't go into the bathroom, turn off the lights, look into the mirror, and say Bloody Mary five times? Uh, will you? Oh, wait, can, I can do that with my no, own mirror. but you won't? See? You won't, will you? Nothing but silence on your end now, huh, Bill? <laughs> yeah, no. I thought it was a special Bloody Mary mirror. It's any mirror? <laughs> it's any mirror. Yeah, what it's is any the, mirror. Any mirror, and you say it five times? I thought it was three for some reason. I'll get my girlfriend to do it. <laughs> get the kids involved. It'll be fun for the whole family. <laughs> this is a ghost or witch featured in Western party. folklore. She's appear. She's said to appear in a mirror when her name is called three times. So bloody, or sometimes bloody more, bloody depending bloody. upon the version of. The ah, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Does this count as a slumber party? <laughs> I have a mirror. Here. There's no beer here. Just shut up. Just shut up before you doom all Jeez. of us. Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. No, don't do it, you guys. Don't do it. You know, We're going to try it. I got a mirror right here. It. Ready? Yep. Bloody, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. <laughs> Holy crap. I, I guess I guess that's been TavernCast 40 things that go bump in the oh night. God. Um, I'm Eloy. I think I'm still Infernal Bill. I'm Karen Katerra and I'm going to bed. And I guess that's all we got going. Because the other guys are dead. I gotta go to church. I'm out of here. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Talent Cast is recorded live in front of a studio audience. Tavern Cast is a Snapdragon production. Tavern Cast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have a stout heart and drink responsibly. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. Three, two, one. Scary. (laughs) One little podcast. Ah, Uh, ah, uh. ah. (laughs) Actually, do you remember when we first started doing this show? We scripted them and they sounded horrible. Do you remember that? Like Tavern Tavern Cast 2, 3, 4. We actually had all the stuff and we just read it and it sounded like ass. No, we were scripting like things like... I don't think we should go there. (laughs) Yeah, but maybe you should have wrote more than just...
<laughs> Man, this sounds like ass. <laughs> okay. What are we drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to use that, but I have no idea how to edit what just happened into the show to make it make sense. Wow. Did you just say that off the top of your head? That's impressive. <laughs> I'm going to let you wonder if... Uh... <laughs> that was really good, though. That was... That was... Welcome to another Tavern Cast number 40. This is Infernal Bill, and tonight we're going to be talking about um, ghosts and spirits and shit. Stop. All right, you guys ready? <laughs> that works, too. Does, does one of those universes have him sipping beer and, 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 and whispering sweet, sweet nothings into a microphone with a man named Hawkeye? <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna... you, got me, you got me all wrong, Bill. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't just buy me a beer and expect me to... Oh, oh, like, what is the 111 BBQ? That was like the first... Dude... Gotta get up oh, on your lead speaker. You are not up on your Tavern Cast episodes. You are off the show until you listen to every single one. I, I went back to like no, yeah, over no. a year and a half ago. Next, next blah, 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 no, no. Yeah, over a year and a half ago, that's like five shows back. You know, so what do you <laughs> Yeah, try three years. That might work better. Somebody just um, messaged me, but I don't know who it is. I heard it go, but... It's a ghost. Oh. Don't worry about it. It could just be a spammer. I've been getting a lot of spammers. <laughs> the ghosts are really just spammers. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> One to increase the size of your penis. <laughs> When's the last first time you heard of someone getting killed by Bloody Mary, though? <laughs> I, yeah. I, you don't see that in the obituaries very That's often. That's because nobody do does it. It's because nobody Lucinda does it. Lucinda died, 84. Did the Bloody Mary routine. <laughs> Surviving our great great grandchildren. (laughs) 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 All right, you're right. I do it. All right, screw it. In a freak Bloody Mary incident in the bathroom. (laughs) 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 I'm Bob Schieffer, and I'm here at Channel 4 Action News. Tonight, on the west side. Bob Johnson has died doing the Bloody Mary ritual. <laughs> yes, that's right. He looked in the mirror, said Bloody Mary five times, and Bloody Mary came through the mirror. <laughs> that's crazy, Bob. <laughs> that's right, Jan. It certainly is. And tonight at 11, we've got exclusive footage from the party store across the street that captured the last moments of Bob when he looked in the mirror. That's so spooky. That's right, Jan. It totally is. And now, weather. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. They, they would do that before the commercial break. They'd be like, coming after the break. How your mirror can kill you. Right. Stay tuned. <laughs> Bloody Mary mirror crisis. <laughs> 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 <laughs>